the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We've got a great show for you tonight and a craft beer guest that's going to be joining me later this hour. News and notes to get to, of course, but first, how can you follow me? Very easy, on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O is the spelling of the last name. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Uh, via email at albert G at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. I do want to make mention, last week we had a little technical issue on the show. The very end of the show with Suds and Duds, apparently there was about a minute left in the program, and it was faded out uh, to play a public service announcement. I apologize for that, folks. Um, you don't hear it on the podcast because I actually edited the podcast uh, to put the entire segment back in, um, so that would not happen, and I'm going to make sure that that does not happen again. It's a little difficult for me since the show airs on Sunday nights at, at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm usually asleep at that time. You know, everybody knows, or if you don't, you know now. The show is recorded uh, to air on Sunday nights, so. Um, I didn't find out about it until the first thing Monday morning when I got in and found out that it had been faded out. I am hoping that we have that problem taken care of. And again, my sincere apologies for that. If you did miss the live show from last week, I encourage you to download the podcast. You can listen to the very end. By the way, of a very good beer that I was discussing from Brewery Terex, uh, you know, uh, about how you should really get your hands on this one uh, and drink it. But unfortunately, it happens, things happen, and uh, we move on from there. Now, my guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, Mike Miles. He's the New Jersey rep for Weyerbacher Brewing. We've had Mike on the show a couple times before. Wanted to reconnect with him to talk about some of the new beers that are coming out from Weyerbacher, but he's they have a home brewing contest at Weyerbacher that's taking place in November. If you're a home brewer, you definitely want to be involved in. Uh, that's coming up in about 20 minutes. They've got a wing contest. They've got all kinds of stuff coming up in October and November at Weyerbacher, and you definitely want to get to this brewery in eastern Pennsylvania. If you're coming from Jersey, it's a very quick ride, right over 78. As soon as you get off 78, it's the first exit in Easton. It's a couple of minutes off the exit down the road. You cannot miss it. It is a lot of fun. Um, it is definitely a place to check out. They've got food trucks, all kinds of great stuff. Um, Weyerbacher is a great place to be. Uh, another thing I wanted to mention that I, me- I meant to mention on last week's program and I didn't get a chance to talk about it. Uh, but uh, a couple weeks ago, I went to the opening, or not the opening, but the taping of uh, John Hall and Augie Carton's podcast, the, uh, Steal This Beer. Now, they do it in Jersey City. They do it out of Barcade in Jersey City. And if you haven't been to Barcade, I encourage you to go over there. They have a fantastic tap selection. Uh, the food is very good. They do a great job over there with everything. But on Mondays... Uh, John and um, Augie tape steal this beer. 
And it's a great podcast. Uh, you should check it out. iTunes. I don't know if they're on Google Play. Um, I think they're on Stitcher. They're on a bunch of different places. But if you go to iTunes, which is the the best place to look for it, um, you will you will end up uh, getting it there. You can download it and listen to it at your leisure. And it, the show is essentially two guys talking about beer, thinking about beer, talking about beer, and drinking beer while they're talking about beer. And uh, the reason why they had a live audience on on that Monday was because John's new book is out, Drink Beer, Think Beer, Getting to the Bottom of Every Pint. They were doing a, a kind of a book celebration. They were also encouraging people to take part in what they do on the show, which I think is unique. I wouldn't do that on this show because obviously we would be copying. But what they do is um, I do a Suds and Duds segment. They do, they do a segment where they have the guest brings uh, two beers. They don't see the beer. It's poured in a glass that is black, so they can't see what's inside the beer. They can't see the color of the beer. And they have to just drink it. And kind of figure out what's in there. It's not necessarily naming the beer. It's more about recognizing the ingredients that are in the beer. What they're smelling, what they're tasting, uh, and then describing those things. Which I think is really cool. If you're a beer aficionado like I am, I think that is super cool. So they do this, and what they did was they got the studio audience to take part in it. If you bought a glass ahead of time, you all got to kind of sip the beer and figure out what the ingredients were in the beer. I did not. I By the time I saw it, it was too late. The glasses were sold. That's cool glass. I was wondering how many people broke their glass on the way home. It was a very delicate glass. But they do a great job. It is, it is a lot of fun. Uh, it's not a super newsy program. Uh, far from it. It's more about exploring uh, the different brewers that brew beer. They had Mitch Steele on, who was the former... Uh, brewmaster of Stone Beer, uh, and now he's got his own uh, brewery. Uh, is it New Rum? I forget the name of it. Uh, that's, I'm sorry. It's chemo brain. I, I forget things. Uh, but I'm going to get Mitch on the program because I want to talk to him about some of the things that I heard in that interview, but to expand on a few other things uh, that he was discussing. Now he's down in Atlanta. Uh, but it was a fascinating interview. It was fascinating from the point of view of what it takes to be a brewer, um, the different things that he had to go through. Uh, being at Stone, wanting to brew different beers. Definitely check it out. Steal this beer. iTunes, you, you definitely want to take advantage of it. Uh, Augie had me on there. They have a pay segment of the program that if you're a, a subscriber, you get to listen to things that aren't uh, on the regular podcast. So I thank Augie for that. Um, I guess he wanted a professional on. If that was the case, that's certainly not me. But anyway, steal this beer. Definitely check, check it out. Wanted to give uh, a shout-out to those guys because they do a really fantastic job. It's a completely different show than what I do, and uh, I enjoy it. And... The best part was I got a chance to talk with Augie for a little bit. I am going to set up an interview with Augie uh, at Carton Brewery, and they just opened the new facility and stuff. So I uh, wanted to talk to Augie, and he said, listen, come down on a on a Saturday. We'll figure out a date, and I'll definitely do it down there. So we'll get him on the phone, uh, on my phone. I'll record it off my phone, and then we'll play it uh, the following weeks. But let's get into uh, news and notes here. Funky Buddha, uh, their a- annual celebration is going on now. Uh, their Oktoberfest through October 21st. Uh, throughout the month, purchase a 32-ounce Funky Buddha branded Oktoberfest Stein for $15. With the first pour included, receive uh, $8 32-ounce refills of select German-style beers. Steins are going to be available for purchase uh, already uh, in limited quantities. They may already be sold out. But if you still have your Stein from last year, you can bring it back and enjoy an $8 32-ounce pour. That's very cool. And... They're going to be running German-themed food specials, uh, chicken schnitzel, house-made sour pickles and sauerkraut, uh, killer bratwurst, and a lot more. So if you're in the area, 
uh, of Funky Buddha down in Florida. Definitely check it out uh, and their Oktoberfest. Some news from Charter Oak Brewing uh, out of uh, Connecticut. They are no longer going to be bottling their beer. They're available in cans, new packaging, uh, different labels, whole new taste. They've modified the recipes. The Danbury Tap Room is open now. They're pouring 10 beers on a rotating draft line. Uh, They are located 39B Shelter Rock Road in historic Danbury. I'm going to get my neighbor Greg when he's up in Connecticut to swing by Danbury and pick up some beers from Charter Oak. Definitely have to... um, We'll have to sample them one night. Uh, they also have limited releases and, tr- and uh, legendary series beers uh, that are on tap now. They've got an IP. They've got a couple of IPAs. They've got a charter series with a mosaic IPA. This is a limited hop forward offering from the brewery. It's going to be brewed once uh, and and be done with. Um, a lot of these are low ABVs, a five and a half percent. The mosaic, the Galaxy IPA that they have. Uh, this is also a five point one percent. Uh, the tap room, again, as I said, is open, charteroakbrewing.com uh, for more information, and they are open from Thursday through Sunday, uh, limited hours on those days, but you definitely want to check out a Charter Oak Brewing. We had the uh, owner on the program uh, a while back, so uh, interesting to check out those beers and see what's going on. Now, uh, Stone Brewing has hired a new chief operating officer. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Stone has tapped Sean uh, Monahan, who previously spent 31 years as a supply chain strategy expert with A.T. Kearney. Uh, Monahan fills the role that was left vacant last October uh, when the former COO uh, left. He will work out of, uh, Monahan will work out of Stone's Richmond location. Uh, Stone's co-founder and executive chairman Greg Cook said the decision to place Monahan in Richmond was valuable because of how important the facility has become since it's opened in 2016. That's one of those road trips that I'm going to have to take a ride with my wife uh, to go down and check out Stone's facility uh, in Richmond, Virginia. So uh, they have hired a new chief operating officer. They also hired beer industry veteran Mark Fabrizio as its new director of East Coast Brewing Operations. Fabrizio most recently spent three years with North American breweries, has had stints with Boston Beer and Anheuser-Busch InBev. Now, this is really cool. So Atlanta's Wild Heaven Beer has created a new beer in partnership with Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Atlanta Falcons play. It's called ATL Pale Ale, and it's going to sell for $5 throughout the venue. According to the press release, the 5% ABV beer brewed with input from Mercedes-Benz Stadium fans. It has debuted already at the home opener versus the Panthers. Uh, And uh, Wild Heaven co-founder Nick Purdy said, We are honored to make this beer for fans in Atlanta. Beer is the drink of the people, and we are excited that this collaboration can bring craft beer to tens of thousands of new fans in a thrilling environment. So that's pretty cool. If you, when you think about it, and and this is something that more stadiums are doing now, they are trying to make beer more affordable when you go in. Because let's face it, you go to a concert, you go to a venue. I don't want to spend sixteen dollars to buy a single beer. So they're making five dollar beers now. How much of this will hurt? Uh, people like Budweiser, who are sponsors uh, in these stadiums, how much of it is going to hurt those those people? That remains to be seen. We noticed in MetLife Stadium, there's a lot of local New Jersey beers in there, but you have to search low and high to find where those beers are. $5 beer is going to get more fans to drink inside the stadium. Now, will there be other effects to that? Are people going to drink more in the stadium and then leave and and be drunk? I hope not. I hope they'll be responsible, take an Uber or a Lyft, or have a designated driver. But you never know. That's the one thing that I love about uh, going to drink at a concert. I'll drink before the show, and I won't drink during the show, so that this way I can sober up, and I'm okay to drive when I leave two, three hours, you know, at least three hours later, so that I'm sober. Interesting remains to be seen. I would love to see more stadiums doing this, 
it will certainly uh, maybe it will increase profits into the stadium. You never know. Now, folks, when we come back after a short break, more news and notes, and we're just getting started on this program, and it focuses on that delicious beverage, and you know what it's made from, barley and hops. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Gallagher says we're seeing the act of a desperate party. I told you, I told you, I told you. This was going to be a mess, and it is one of those stories that sort of derailed because of the political antics of a party that desperately wants to prevent Brett Kavanaugh from from being confirmed to the United States Supreme Court. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. If I say Mr. Italy, what comes to mind? To me and my family, Mr. Italy was, without a doubt, Mario Perillo. The Perillo family has been operating top-quality tours to Italy for over 74 years. They must be doing something right. Well, I say they're doing everything right. Carrying on the Perillo family tradition of excellence today is CEO Steve Perillo, making sure the business which carries his family name is nothing short of spectacular for each and every traveler. Consider the popular 14-day Italy North Classic Tour. Rome, Sorrento, Florence, Venice, and Milan in one wonderful tour. You will see the heart of Italy and come home with memories that will last a lifetime. Maybe it's that special anniversary or a magical setting to renew your vows. That special person in your life deserves the best. Join Steve Perillo on a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. Call for the Perillo 2019 Italy brochure at 888-PERILLO. That's 888-PERILLO, P-E-R-I-L-L-O, or 888-737-4556, or visit PerilloTours.com. For simply the best travel experience of your life, Perillo Tours. The Boldest Hour, hosted by COBA President Elias Husamadine, is back on AM 970 and bolder than ever. Set your radio dial for 11 a.m. this Sunday as they tackle the issues everyone else is afraid to discuss. They'll address the continued rise in jail violence and the mayor and governor's failure to protect correction officers. They'll also discuss the myth of closing Rikers and the city's flawed plan to build a new juvenile detention center in the Bronx. All that and much more. If it's Sunday, it's time for The Boldest Hour. Pat Boone here again, and I assure you, I have never before endorsed a pain relief product. Not until now. Not until Relief Factor came along as a 100% drug-free solution for people struggling with ordinary pain. Quite simply, Relief Factor was designed by doctors to help relieve those occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, and everyday living. Let me ask you, are aches and pains keeping you from sleeping through the night? or keeping you from taking those nice long walks or playing golf or tennis. You can't really call it living if you can't get around comfortably. The three-week quick start from Relief Factor may be all you need to lower or even eliminate these pains. A whole lot of people have already gone to relieffactor.com and here's something you need to know. The majority of people who order the three-week quick start, now only $19.95, go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. The Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me on social media. Very easy. On Twitter, at Alcatulo. 
Instagram at Catullo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. And don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. My guest tonight on the Craft Beer Cast, coming up just about 10 minutes from now, Mike Miles, New Jersey rep for Weyerbacher Brewing. Um, Mike has been on the show before. Uh, there's some new beers uh, that are coming out from Weyerbacher. They've also got a home brewing contest taking place in November that if you're a home brewer, you definitely want to get involved in. Uh, a wing contest. They've got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, at Weyerbacher. Very easy ride right over Route 78 in eastern Pennsylvania. That's coming up again, like I said, in about 10 minutes from now. So here's something interesting uh, that you might not know. This is uh, from AmericanCraftBeer.com. Uh, got this from their website. So apparently, and, and we've seen, I mean, literally hundreds of studies. Drink coffee, you live longer. Don't drink coffee, you live longer. Uh, eat bacon, you live longer. Don't eat bacon, you live longer. I'm of the, subscribe, the, the subscription of eat bacon, you'll live longer. Trust me. Eat bacon in moderation. You'll be all right. You know, once in a while. You can't have it every day. But once in a while, a good piece of bacon is good. Uh, I drink coffee every day. Um, probably I get close to a half a pot to a pot of coffee a day because when you wake up as early as I have to uh, during the week, you need the coffee to keep you stimulated. Anyway, uh, there is a new study, and there's been all these different studies about wine and beer and this, but now a new study says alcohol consumption has been um, indicted of late from everything from causing cancer to being responsible for costly activities like drunk online shopping. Um, Apparently... Uh, New research from a Warsaw University team of scientists have found that people who enjoy beer, wine, and even chocolate were a fifth less likely to die prematurely than those who ate red meat, drank fizzy drinks, and consumed processed foods. That claim, though, comes a couple of different things, though. Uh, They also must have a diet rich with fruits and vegetables. Uh, But if they do that, the beer, wine, and chocolate... Uh, have antioxidants that help you to live longer. In beer, those antioxidants, apparently, the result of a chemical or a an antioxidant called xanthuamol, it's a flavonoid found in hops, which has also been found to have valuable anti-cancer qualities as well, that are more quickly absorbed by the body than anti-tox- antioxidants found in wine. The study involved more than 68,000 participants aged between 45 to 83 years old found that those who had regular diets of anti-inflammatory foods were 18% less likely to die over the next 16 years than those who didn't. Published in the Journal of Internal Medicine, the study also found that participants eating anti-inflammatory foods experienced a lower risk of death from cardiovascular diseases, 20%. And cancer, 13%. Ironically, smokers benefited most from this sort of diet, whether they drank beer or wine, ate chocolate with every meal or not. The study found that even smokers with a low-fat diet rich in fruits, vegetables, and whole grains and nut were a third less likely to die prematurely than those smokers who ate less healthy. As with most studies on the health benefits associated with alcohol, moderation is key. Uh, You know, obviously, you can't be downing you know, 12 beers a night and thinking that you're going to live longer. It's always about moderation. Isn't that what they've taught us from the very beginning about anything? Moderation. If if you do things in moderation, you're going to live longer. If you're going to go binge all the time, of course you're not going to live longer. I mean, that's just common sense. If you're eating a half a pound of bacon every day, 
seven days a week, 365 days a year, I can guarantee you, you're not going to be around, you know, very long. No matter what age you are. I don't care if you're 21 or, or 51. You're eating bacon every day, 365, you're going to die soon. But if you're eating it on a moderate basis or a semi-regular basis or whatever, you have it three, four times a week, you know, at a meal, not every meal, but a meal, you're going to be okay. It's the same thing with booze. Uh, I mean, if you drink beer or wine in moderation, you're okay. I mean, that's just common sense. I love that they spend the, the money on all these these different studies. This causes that. That causes this. You know what the bottom line is, folks? We don't know. We don't know what causes certain things. We don't know what co- – I think the one thing that we do know for the most part is that lung cancer, for the most part, is caused by people smoking. If you're smoking or working in an environment that has toxic fumes, smoke, whatever, this, that, you're going to get cancer. I'm no scientist, but it's, it's commonplace. If you're a smoker, you're more likely to develop lung cancer. Now, my mom just stopped smoking a few months ago. She had been smoking most of her life, gave it up for a year when she had a stroke and a pacemaker. You know, this woman doesn't have lung cancer, so she says, but her one lung is so damaged from, from all the smoking, I'm, I'm still shocked that she doesn't have cancer, all right? So, I, I mean, again, if you do things in moderation, you'll live longer, and you'll live a pretty good life. You know, Joe Piscopo bought me something one year, it was probably a year ago, it said, life is short, eat the bacon. He's right. It's a great saying. Life is short, eat the bacon. It's the same thing. Life is short, drink the beer. And speaking of beer, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the comedian Jim Gaffkin. I don't even want to give his name because I think he's a clown. First of all, I don't think he's that funny, uh, number one. But apparently he's a contributor to CBS Sunday Morning. And apparently he did uh, this piece last week that caught a lot of flack uh, about how He's, a, he's an American male in his late 40s. He's an overweight American who likes beer. Uh, he likes quality beer, so I'm assuming he likes craft beer. But apparently, he's trashing craft beer because his, he wants his beer to taste like beer. He doesn't want his beer to have different flavors and all kinds of other stuff. All right. Maybe in that little part of the argument that he's doing, and maybe it was tongue-in-cheek. Um, maybe I can buy that. I don't want my beer to taste like coriander all the time, and coriander was a big flavor a couple of years ago that everybody was putting in beer. But I like different flavored beers. I like uh, chocolate stouts. I like different types of beer. I like trying different types of beer. I want to see what my palate is going to like and not like. For this guy to sit here and say he wants his beer to taste like beer, you know what? There's plenty of beer that tastes like beer. Go have a Budweiser. Go have a Coors Light. Drink that beer. You save yourself some money, you get it on the cheap, and you can enjoy your beer. But when you do something like this and you think that it's funny, what you're doing is you're hurting the over 6,000 independent craft brewers that are out there who are trying to make a living, who are trying to carve out a small little piece of the pie here in America. Some of these guys are doing it for the love of the beer, but some of these guys are doing it so they can make money, so they can put food on their table for their families. And, again, there are some who are trying to build up a business enough so they get bought out by a bigger company and they can be set for life. Let's not make any, let's not, let's not cast any, you know, illusions here that, uh, you know, everybody's in it altruistically. I get it. It's a business. But you're there to make money. What Jim Gaffkin did was hurt the craft beer community, Okay. 
That's exactly what he did. And I get it. The Brewers Association, Julia Hers, we've, we've had on the show, you know, she talked about how the Great American Beer Festival was this past week and come out and we'll buy you a beer or we'll send you some beer or this and that. No, you know what? That's not the way to educate this guy. This guy's already drinking craft beer. He's just trying to be funny. And he's looking for publicity, and he's looking for the spotlight, which I've just given him for the last couple of minutes here, okay? But to me, if I were to see this guy in person, I would tell him exactly how I think. And since this is a family radio show, I'm not going to repeat what I would say to him, uh, you know, on the radio. But suffice it to say, uh, in the end, you know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be funny, be funny. But it, doing this and making a joke about how his family makes fun of him, Jimmy, and his fancy beer, and he wants his beer to taste like beer, you're hurting the people that are working in this business that are trying to make ends meet, that are trying to make a product that people want to enjoy. You're hurting the small business owner uh, who, you know, again, now there's another stigma against craft beer that the majority of people that do drink the Budweiser's and the Coors Lights aren't going to try craft beer now because this guy is disparaging it. Because this guy is saying it's got all kinds of fruity flavors and et cetera, et cetera, and all kinds of other stuff. You know what? You're hurting the business. You're not helping it. It wasn't funny. I, I Listen, and I'm all for poking fun. Believe me. There are plenty of Facebook pages. Uh, New Jersey, uh, New Jersey. let's talk about craft beer. Uh, there's a bunch of other places on Facebook where people make fun of brewers because of certain things that they do or whatever. I get it. I, I'm, not, I'm not without humor. Believe me. I had a woman earlier this week claim that I was... Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm into Satan and a, a Satanist because, you know, I bought a T-shirt that had uh, the remark about how Satan loves me. I mean, come on. Really? Anybody that knows me knows that I'm not that type of person. And by the way, uh, it, 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 you know what? I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to bite my tongue because I moved on from that. So I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to say uh, what I really want to say. I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it at that. At the end of the day, what Jim Gaffigan did was wrong. He has hurt uh, small business. He has hurt the craft breweries. And honestly, I'm not going to sit here and say he needs to make an apology. What he should do is keep his mouth shut. Bottom line. Not funny. You don't got anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. That's the bottom line. Now, when we come back after a short break, Mike Miles from Weyerbacher is going to join me. That happens next on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. Cloudy and 66 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Two men are dead following separate stabbings in Brooklyn. Police found 33-year-old Sherrod Watford with stab wounds to his torso inside of his Flatlands apartment, where he was pronounced dead around 2 a.m. this morning in Bed-Stuy. A 22-year-old man with stab wounds to the stomach was rushed to the hospital where he died. In that case, a 20-year-old man was taken into custody. A new monument in Yonkers honors Vietnam veterans. Officials unveiled the installation over the weekend at Coyne Park. Mayor Mike Spano says the monument is dedicated to the Yonkers residents who lost their lives in the Vietnam War. The memorial lists the names of 32 people from the city. In sports, Mets beat the Nationals this afternoon 8-6. Yankees lost to the Orioles 6-3. And over in the NFL, the Giants did win 27-22 over Houston Texans. Traffic delays are still stop and go at the Brooklyn Bridge. Brooklyn bound. Exit ramp on the BQE eastbound at Cadman Plaza is still blocked with a disabled tractor trailer. So that off-ramp is closed and delays are backed up to Hamilton Avenue. City bound GWB. So far, that's a good ride on the upper level as well as the lower levels. Route 446 or Palisades approaches. No reported problems. 
Looks like the Lincoln Tunnel inbound is a good ride. Holland Tunnel, no reported delays inbound from the Turnpike or the 1 and 9 approach. Also, once you get into the city, Harlem River Drive looks good. West Side Highway, we have no reported delays. Your parking rules will be suspended tomorrow citywide, but the meter rules still remain in effect. Weather for tonight, cloudy skies early on and then some clearing later on with a slight chance of a shower low 60 degrees. Mixture of sun and clouds for tomorrow in the morning, followed by some cloudy skies in the afternoon, high 69. You now know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970 The Answer. When was the last time you walked into a bank and someone personally greeted you? Most banks have tellers waiting behind plexiglass for you to approach them. Empire State Bank prides itself on being different, creating a personal and memorable experience the moment you walk in. Empire State Bank has no plexiglass. They introduced pods in place of teller stations where a service associate can meet you and assist you with your needs, from opening an account to learning to use their mobile banking app. CEO Phil Guarnieri knows you have to invest in the best people, train them differently, and make sure sure they love their jobs. You'll get wonderful employees and very happy customers. It's a simple concept that the big banks overlook. You have many banking choices, but none that deliver the personal touch that you'll experience at Empire State Bank. They take your business personally. With locations in Staten Island, Brooklyn, and the lower Hudson Valley, experience it for yourself. Empire State Bank. Call 833-393-7700. That's 833-393-7700 or visit esbna.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I don't know about it being my permanent accessory, but great song by the Bare Naked Ladies uh, titled Alcohol. From their stunt album, one of their biggest albums of their, probably the biggest album uh, of their career. Uh, welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, you can follow me on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast. Email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can download and listen to all the episodes there. And we're also Alexa ready. Just say to Alexa, hey, Alexa, I want to listen to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, and you will get to listen to the show on that platform. Platform. My guest on the cast, he's the New Jersey sales rep for a great brewery, and it's located just over the border in eastern Pennsylvania. We've had Mike on the show before. They make awesome brews. If you live in the tri-state area, you got to try Weyerbacher beer. They do a fantastic job. Their tap room is great. They do tours. It's a, I'm telling you, it's a lot of fun. Weyerbacher.com is the website for more information, and they got a lot of things going on uh, in the next several months. So let me welcome back Mike Miles to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Mike, how are you? I'm doing well, Al. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, my friend. Now, I love the fact that Weyerbacher is having a home brewing competition coming up in November. Tell us a little bit about it. So, you know, it's something that we kind of do every year, and it, and what happens is, is, I mean, it brings people in. It's, it's more or less a good time. People to hang out, and, and not only that, but showcase their, 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 their beers and their brews. And a lot of people don't understand that that's how a lot of the, the – uh, craft beer, uh, craft brewers start, you know, by doing by doing home brewing, and then, you know, maybe landing a position within a brewery, and then hopefully they can open up their own brewery someday. So, um, but it's a great day to bring to bring every uh, everybody together to showcase those. And then what we do is is that we have a contest, and the winner of that home brew contest actually has their beer 
on draft at Weyerbacher. See, that is really cool. Now, that's taking place, what is it, Saturday, uh, November. I had the date off the top of my head, and now I don't have it. Uh, I know it's in November. I'm yes. Just- Yes, November the 10th. November the 10th. Okay, so that's yes. Saturday, November 10th. Now, you, they can only enter two beers, correct? That is correct. Two styles. Yes. Yeah, because you, I'm sure you get people who are like, well, I, I, make, I make a stout, I make a porter, I make an IPA. I, I like narrowing it down to two people. And uh, how many people are they capping it off at? Is it going to be as many as can, can bring their beers, or are they going to cap it off at a certain number? No, usually there is no cap. I mean, we 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 kind of you know try to do as many um, all comers that that would like to come. I mean, if it gets out of hand, I'm sure we'll put some kind of number on it. But usually it's just like, hey, I mean, if if you're interested, uh, let us know. I mean, there I believe there is a certain cutoff date, which I think is the end of October. So, um, but usually we don't. We our our policy is we we really don't want to turn anybody away. Right, right. And and the next day, you guys are doing your first ever wing eating contest what's the 411 on this oh my god so yeah i mean that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna get a little hype and crazy as well look i mean it's football season right you know we're coming off a, off a huge super bowl uh victory for don't for remind me as a, don't remind know, me as a giants fan you know yeah uh-huh. yes, yeah but um you know so we're just we're just trying to culminate all that with our dallas sucks and our wingman and and, uh, you know, just a, a wing-eating contest and just make it a good time because, I mean, look, I mean, as much as Weibach, we've been around for 23 years, but, I mean, when you come out with a beer called Dallas Sucks, I mean, and, and the beer is for the fans, but that's basically what the brewery is about. It's right. just, it's a beer for the fans. It's a beer for the people, and we're all about having a good time. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, and again, there'll be prizes, giveaways, great beer to try for the for the wing eating contest. So, come on out; it's going to be fun. But, you know, you can get dirty and uh, you know get some get some barbecue sauce all over your face and clothes. There you go. I, so, use, my, I use I use my shirt to wipe my my face. Yeah, off. why not? Why not? You can always buy a Wyatt Barker shirt while you're there. That's all. Hey, exactly. So, no doubt. This is this is going to be a great weekend. November tenth, November eleventh. Saturday is the home brewing contest. The wing contest is the next day. Might as well get a hotel uh, and stay overnight this. Where you can take part in the uh, wing eating contest. We're talking with Mike Miles. He's the New Jersey sales rep for Weyerbacher, located in Easton, Pennsylvania. Weyerbacher.com, the website for more information here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, of course, we are creeping closer to October here. Weyerbacher doing a pumpkin fest to celebrate all those fall spiced beers. I know there are fans of them, and there are not so many fans of them. So what's going to be on tap for that? Yeah, so... We're definitely going to have our Imperial Pumpkin, and I know that, and I really can't delve into uh, what we're going to be having on there, but I know the brewers are hard at work do, having some some really cool stuff. We may some ha- have some adjuncts of some of our previous stuff, whether whether it's our quad or our Sunday morning stout and stuff like that. Right. Um, but like I said, I can't give away too much. But I know that they're going to be making some adjuncts on some really cool on some really cool brews. No nice. Doubt. All right, sounds good. Now, what, Mike, I, I got to ask you this. You, as a sales rep, you're going around New Jersey. You're trying to, you know, the, obviously the goal is to increase sales. Uh, it's to get your tap handles into bars. It's to get bottles of Weyerbacher, uh into stores to, for sale. What is the biggest problem that you have getting Weyerbacher handles in bars? Is it to, the, the bar owners just trying the beer for the first time? Is it is it space? What What is it? So it's a combination of things. I mean, and kudos to all those you know small microbreweries and craft breweries that have popped up um, in New Jersey and uh, that are either new to the scene or have been able to maintain um, their brewery within the state of New Jersey. Because I believe there's over a, a, a active 
100 active uh, local craft beer breweries right. right now. So I'm, you know, I'm, I don't even think about trying to compete against the big boys anymore. Not that I'm competing necessarily against the the local uh, craft brewers as well. Right. But we're in a we're in a society now, Alan. I hate to use the term ADD, but that's almost like what it is. Is that the the craft beer drinker is looking for the next best thing. So there really isn't any brand loyalty. So as much as they may love Weyerbacher or they might may love Stone or they may love Founders or so on and so forth, it's like okay, you know that that's great. I've tried them, but what's what's the next great beer out there? What's the next what's the next interesting thing or something that I haven't tried? Um, you know, and I mean, look, the, the hot thing now is the New England style IPAs, right. and you know how, how how juicy can you make the IPAs and so on and so forth. I think I just saw an article not too long ago about clear IPA. So I'm sure that's going to be some kind of niche and hit, but, um, you know, so as you know, you try to go in, you, try, you as much as you want to be a stable in that bar and trust me, there are some establishments where you could, where you could have your, your beer on draft if you make it more of like a house brew, but you know, then also the liquor stores as well. I mean, they can only fit in so much so well. So instead of me maybe having five or six SKUs, they only may say, well, you know what, I'll have Weyerbacher, but I'm only going to do two or three. And look, that unfortunately, that that that's just what it is right now until mm. – until the craft beer scene kind of works itself out, Al. Uh, you know, Mike, I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, I'm I'm always wanting to try new things. Uh, I mean, there's staples that I will try or I'll have in my refrigerator that if I want to have something to drink. But you're right. I think the, 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 the ADD society now is always like, all right, I've had that one. Let's move on to the next one or let me try this. I, I do try to, you know stay in styles when it comes to the seasons that, you know, as we're getting into the, you know, chillier months and stuff, you want to go with the, the porters and the stouts and stuff, and I'll gravitate maybe towards a Sunday morning stout from Weyerbacher because I, I've had that before. I know what it tastes like, and it, it gives that sense of familiar feeling, but I think you're right. I think it's that, that kind of ADD society out there that just says, I got to keep trying new stuff. I'm not just going to, you know, go to this one go-to. It's not the, and I, I hate to use this analogy, it's not the Budweiser Coors Light anymore, you know. I've always got a Bud Light in the fridge. Well, I don't have that anymore. Correct. It's the other stuff. Correct. So that's an excellent point. Yeah. We're talking with Mike Miles. He's the New Jersey sales rep for Weyerbacher, located in Eastern Pennsylvania. Weyerbacher.com, the website for more information. What are some other new releases from Weyerbacher that's coming up in the next couple of months, Mike? Yeah, so we're going to have a kettle sour coming out. It's it's called Rico Guave. It's going <laughs> to so happen. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. That should be bright. We've actually um, also have this beer called Rocked Pale Ale. So Mike's first that's got some to the, the music industry and, and, and some, some good bands that, that you may know mm-hmm. um, out there uh, kind of approach us, and they, they have a spirit side. Look, we wanted to jump into the beer side of things. So they approached Weyerbacher to um, brew this beer, and so we decided uh, with, with all the collective minds, Pale Ale it's called Rocked Pale Ale, and uh, that should be hitting the streets in draft uh, next week, and then some some kind of package form to follow in the in the not so distant future. Very cool. Um, we also have, we also have Dallas Sucks out, right. and um, and then towards the end of the year, we so everybody knows us for our, our double Simcoe. Uh, it was it was around before before I started. But we are actually 
they're going to kick it into a New England style now and call it Sim Cloud instead of Sim Co. So, oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, so a, yeah, so a double Sim Co. Uh, New England style. So that'll be out in December. And and Mike, the, so kettle, the kettle sour. When is that coming out again? That should be towards the end of September. Maybe maybe bleeds into like the first or second week of October. So, um, but as you know, there's a can shortage right now, so some things are always kind of being held up a little bit. Um, so, I, but the, the idea is within the next, I would say, fifteen to thirty days, we should see that out. Very cool, because kettle sour. I'm really starting to get into sours now, and that is definitely something. Uh, that I would be interested in trying. So that is uh, that is very cool. My guest has been Mike Miles, the New Jersey sales rep for Weyerbacher, located in Eastern Pennsylvania. Weyerbacher.com is the website for more information. Mike, thanks for joining me on the Craft Beer Cast tonight. Again, we got to get together. i got to take you over to Wet Ticket, try a couple of beers over there. We'll have a good time. Uh, I know the owner very well. We will have a lot of fun. We'll have to set a date for that one. All right, my friend? Yeah, I'm a big fan of them. They make some great beer, so no doubt we'll catch up soon. That sounds good. When we come back, suds and duds. It's all after a short break on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder is trying to figure out this Kavanaugh mess. The accuser of Brett Kavanaugh would have a chance to testify, and he would have a chance to respond. But she has not agreed to testify. The lawyer for the accuser, she says, it's not my client's job to corroborate her story. That's not her job to do that. If this is going to be investigated, it should be done by investigators. So, what the hell is this? The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9, on AM 970. The Answer. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. I was diagnosed with colitis two years ago, and um, this has completely changed my tummy issues. It's uh, an honest-to-God truth statement, true statement. It literally has saved my, my, um, uh, my tummy issues, completely, completely changed it. I was hospitalized for five days. You know, knock on wood and all of that, and thank you for fiber and spice. It's an amazing, amazing staple in my life. For a limited time, use discount code THEANSWER to receive a 50% discount on your first preferred whole health system and have it shipped to you free. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com. Again, use discount code THEANSWER. Hey, it's another AM970 Business Networking Breakfast. It's happening on Thursday, October 11th at the Wanakue Academic Center at Passaic County Community College, right off 287. Join us for an amazing breakfast and learn how to build great business relationships during our panel discussion with Steve Adubato, featuring Mitchell Modell of Modell Sporting Goods and Joan Herman, host of Conversations with Joan. And of course, Joe Piscopo, Frank Morano, Debbie Duhame, and myself will be broadcasting live 6 to 10 a.m. at the breakfast. Register for your free tickets to the Salem Business Breakfast on October 11th at AM970 The Answer. Final segment of the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast here on AM 970. The answer is always you can follow me on Twitter at Alcatulo. Instagram at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AGCraftBeerCast, via email at albergeatnycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AGCraftBeerCast. You can download and listen to every show, and we're also Alexa Ready. 
Just say to Alexa, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, the answer. And there you go. You get to listen to the show. Chicken Foot. Sammy Hagar's kind of super group band uh, with himself and Michael Anthony, of course, both former Van Halen uh, companions. Uh, Joe Satriani and, of course, uh, Chad Smith from the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They have not put out an album in quite some time. Sammy keeps talking about wanting to get together and get in the studio, but obviously Chad and his responsibilities with the Red Hot Chili Peppers prevents them from doing so. Uh, Sammy was just on tour, still on tour, uh, was in Florida uh, last weekend uh, with his band The Circle. That's uh, him and uh, who's it? Uh, Vic Johnson, Michael Anthony, and they usually have a guest drummer that uh, kind of sits in. Satriani every once in a while plays with them or whatever. And they basically do, uh, what was it? Jason Bonham, I think, was doing it uh, when I saw them last year, uh, was the drummer. Uh, and then they do it like a mix of songs. Sammy Solo stuff, Van Halen, um, from the Sammy era, of course. And then they do, uh, they were doing some Zeppelin. They do some different things. It's a lot of fun. Sammy can still bring it at his age. I, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed with a person who is over 70 years old who can party as hard as he can, and he's drinking while he's on stage, and he's pouring shots of uh, uh, his new uh, tequila called Mezquila, whatever it is, Mezquila, whatever, and he's pouring shots for people on stage. It's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a good time. It is definitely something that you want to take advantage of if you get a chance to see them. Now, I get it. There are, there are fans of Sammy Hagar, and there are not fans of Sammy Hagar. Totally understand. Um, but if you're looking for a good time and have and want to have some fun, uh, and as long as the tickets are reasonable, that's the that's the other thing about concert tickets. Buddy of mine, uh, Joe Sarah, lives down in Florida. Known him a long time, and he always busts my chops about my concert pictures because I'm taking them from so far away. Because I'm either on the lawn at PNC or um, you know I'm sitting all the way in the back row uh, of a concert hall. I don't necessarily feel the need to spend thousands of dollars to sit in the front row of a concert. For anybody. I think the only person, and he's passed now, but the only person that I would sit in the front row for was Stevie Ray Vaughan. And I got close enough the first time I ever saw him. I I think it was 13th or 15th row on the floor, 20th row on the floor at at Madison Square Garden, the old Madison Square Garden, when he toured with Jeff Beck and the Fire and the Fury Tour. Um, I'm good. I don't need to sit that close. I saw Chris Cornell, the late Chris Cornell, one time right after he broke up with Audio Slave. And a buddy of mine got me tickets to the Beacon Theater, and I said, just get me in the building. I don't need to be anywhere close. And he ended up getting me, like, I don't know, eighth row on the floor or something like that. I mean, we were very close, stage left. Um, I ended up getting a drumstick that night. My friend Nicole ended up getting a, a guitar pick or whatever. I don't need to sit that close to these artists. I don't. I can hear the, the music just as good from the back row as I can from the front row. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. And to be honest with you, if you're going to a show at the PNC Bank Art Center, sitting on the lawn is your best place to be. I'll tell you why. The acoustics of the building are not that great. There's a lot of concrete, obviously because it's a stone pillar structure, and the sound is not dampened. So it, it's all over the place when you're listening to it. And if it's not mixed properly... It sounds like garbage. When you're out on the lawn, it's open air. The sound is coming out into the air and pushing out so you can hear it better. So that that's just a little tip there. If you can, if, if you get lawn seats, you're in a better place. Now, obviously, you're, the, the weather is an issue, but you take your chances with that. Anyway, enough of my concert uh, uh, musings, as it were. Uh, I enjoy going to shows. I don't like having to pay an arm for a leg for them. Uh, I got to see Judas Priest two weeks ago for 13 bucks. 13 bucks. 
Uh, me, I'm pretty good with that at $13. To see a great band like that, I'm pretty happy with that. The less I have to pay for tickets, the better off I am and the happier I am. All right, let's get into suds and duds here. A couple beers that I've had over the last uh, month or so. I- I've taken kind of a little bit of a break from drinking right now. Um, I'm taking about 30 days off just because I want to, you know, I want to drop a few pounds. And look, it's it's great tasting all these different beers, but the calories add up. And sometimes it's not just I'm having a taste or two. I'm sitting home on the weekend. I'm relaxing. I want to have a couple of beers or whatever. Those calories pile up. So uh, I, I decided to take 30 days off. So this is stuff that I had at the beginning of September and uh, some good stuff, too. So uh, some of the Whole Foods in New Jersey do not carry alcohol. You can't buy alcohol at the Whole Foods. In New York City, you can buy alcohol at Whole Foods. But at some in New Jersey, they don't sell alcohol that you can purchase to take home. But there are Whole Foods that will serve alcohol in their little restaurants. They have, uh, by me and Clark, they have the Clark Bar. It's basically burgers and wings and stuff. They also have another Whole Foods over in Metuchen. And theirs is a Mexican-themed uh, restaurant. It's called Comida Fresca. And it's really cool. Street tacos, nachos, uh, quesadillas, uh, things like that. They make great margaritas. And the whole place is Mexican-themed. They have these Lucha Libre magazine covers of wrestlers. It's really it's super cool. It's in Metuchen, uh, right along their main street. So uh, we go in there every once in a while to have the street tacos because they're fantastic. It's, you know, it's not pricey. It's good. And they have great beer on tap, including local Jersey beers. They have some other great national beers as well. One of them that I had was the Dead Rise from Flying Dog. This was really good. Nice spice flavor, light, crisp, little bit of lemon in it. It went perfect with my street tacos because the way they make these street tacos, a little bit of pulled pork, some uh, pickled onion, and then they add some chopped jalapeno on it. So it's just enough heat to give you that little, you know, that little bite. And then the beer, the Dead Rise kind of complements that you know normally you'd say all right drink an ipa or whatever but the dead rise nice refreshing little bit of lemon there it mixes well uh with the um with the jalapeno especially putting a little lime on the tacos the lemon the little taste of lemon kind of offsets it so really nice the dead rise by flying dog kind of you know as the summer is ending you know we're already into we just started fall summer's ending this is a great beer uh, on a nice warm night when you're sitting in the backyard uh in the fall before it gets too cold uh collective arts brewing we had uh, one of the co-owners on a couple weeks ago. I've been um, trying a number of their different beers, and we'll get to them uh, over the next uh, two weeks or so. But one of them that I had, the Life in the Clouds, hoppy, bitter, great citrus flavor. This is one I could drink without a doubt all day long. Very nice, delicious, really enjoyed it. Uh, the guys from Collective Arts uh, up in uh, Ontario, they do a very, very nice job with their beer. Uh, big fan. You can get them in New York City now. Um, definitely something that you want to check out. And if you have an opportunity to try uh, Collective Arts, I certainly encourage it. As we continue here in our Suds and Duds segment on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, Island Vibes by Coronado. Uh, Again, I'm enjoying sours a lot, um, and kettle sours in particular. Uh, We talked with Mike Miles earlier in the show about how they're coming out with a kettle sour Weyerbacher. Uh, very intrigued to try these different types of sours. I am really digging sour beer. Uh, maybe it's the complexity of the flavors, the taste. I don't know what it is, but um, it is definitely uh, something that I'm into. This one from Coronado, really nice. Uh, a perfect backyard beer, crisp, dry on the finish, great sour flavor, low ABV. It's only 4.5%. Um, again, I want to see more Coronado beer in New Jersey. I get it. Uh, the, I'm, I'm grateful to the folks from Coronado Brewing 
who send me these beers that I'm not otherwise able to get uh, out here in New Jersey. And, um, I, you know, I kind of have a San Diego connection, and maybe I have to uh, hit that up a little bit and, you know, see if they can send me some stuff from Coronado, and I'll kind of, you know, pay them as, as, as they go. But I'll tell you, if you have a chance to try Island Vibes, this is definitely something that you want to check out. Killsboro Brewing. Uh, we had uh, Sean Torres on last week's program. You can check that interview out. You can check all the interviews out uh, if you want. Just go to the AM 970, the answer page. Look up podcasts. You'll see uh, all the a majority of the interviews listed there. Uh, and definitely check it out. Killsboro from Staten Island. Their double dry hop cheat to win. This is a fantastic IPA. Dry finish. Nice bite to it. Really good. Uh, have to get over to the Craft House on Staten Island, have a little bit of food, and try some more of the Killsboro brews there. Uh, and a good buddy of mine lives not too far from there, and he told me, he said, uh, hit me up when you get there. Uh, I'll come by and have a couple of beers with you. But Killsboro is definitely knocking it out of the park uh, with their beers, and it's good to see a another Staten Island brewery, flagship being the first one. Killsboro is the is the second here, and good to see that they are succeeding as well on Staten Island. And they're not too far from one another, so they're kind of easy walking distance. And then finally had from Five Burrows, the Tiny Juicy IPA, a little juicy, dry, nice. Uh, this is a, a double dry hopped session ale, so it's a little bit less on the ABV, but it's nice. Got a little bit of that juice flavor to it, but then it gives you a dry finish on the end, which is really nice. Uh, again, Five Burrows. Just knocking it out of the park. Great place. If, you, if you're in the Sunset Park area, definitely check it out. Uh, it is very easy to get to. It is right off the BQE. The parking situation around there is not great. I'll be, I'll be the first person to tell you that. It is, a, it is an industrial area. If you're going there during the day, um, you know, late in the afternoon, you're probably not going to find parking. Maybe at night you'll find parking. You may have to park around the corner and walk. So parking is an issue. I would encourage public transportation. I don't know what subway uh, goes over there, uh, to be honest with you, but I'm sure you could look it up and uh, and find out. But uh, Five Boroughs Brewing, very nice place to go to and hang uh, and have some beers. Definitely, if you see them in the stores in New York City, uh, I encourage you to pick up some of Five Boroughs Beers. They make great, great beer. But, folks, we are out of time. My thanks to Darren Yellen, Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Mike Miles from Weyerbacher, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.